Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and co-host Deirdre Serego, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And boy, do we have a fantastic show for you guys today. Before we get started, Shazam says hello, and let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. If I'm not going to be crushed to death, this dog weighs a lot, and he has to be on TV every week now. Now it's become a thing with him. In fact, when we feed him, he pushes his food away, and he said... I want white glove service. I'm a star. Now, look at this. Do you believe this dog? He really wants to get in the act. Like, like, who was it that said never play with dogs or children? It was the one that played with Mae West a lot. I forgot his name. The guy with the red nose. Oh, well, you people figure it out. He's on <laughs> oh, yeah, my, nobody will get that my, anyway. On, I mean, very famous guy, comedian. He's on my mic, and I really can't move. Shazam, you're going to have to sit down because we have to do this now. What's up, so, Eric? Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, fellas. Hello, Shazam. Oh, that looks painful when he gets on your leg there. Well, yeah. he's heavy. His head weighs, he weighs a 130 ton. pounds. He looks so. like his he weighs head, five. He's a, he's a huge dog. Yeah. He doesn't photograph so large. But <laughs> no. He's a very large dog. Trust me. Comes out like a chihuahua in photos. Okay. 
What? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you must I be big fellas. Look small in pictures. Good to see you all look sharp today. Thank you. Well, it's the holiday, and we thought that we're going to dress every week now for Christmas because we want everybody to get into the Christmas spirit. You know, this year is a very, very political Christmas year. Everybody's yelling because Christ is no longer in Christmas, and they're yelling because we don't say Merry Christmas anymore. We say Happy Holiday, and I think that's silly. You know, when it's Hanukkah, I say to my Jewish friends, Happy Hanukkah. And when it's the other holidays, I I tell them their holiday as well. So if it's Christmas, I like to say Merry Christmas. Christmas, because that's what I was brought up with, and that's all I know, is that Christmas is about Jesus, and it's about Merry Christmas. So here, if here. I offend you, you know, go screw yourself. No, I, I, I go around telling people patience. Merry Christmas. So. No patience for yes. <laughs> You're right, Ron. These politically correct freaks that are out there, they're finding everything wrong with our country. Nobody wants to be an American anymore. They all want their cultures here, and they want the culture that we've had for 300 years to suddenly disappear. Yeah. I think that's wrong. You know, everybody has to have their own culture. Sure. And I'm a, I'm a, and I'm a Caucasian, a European background, and I say, Buona Natale, or Merry Christmas. There you oh, go. Get- What's up, chat room? We want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Thanks so much for tuning in. We want to give a special welcome back to Goddess, who uh, was missing last week. She had surgery. We're so happy that you're back and everything is good. Goddess. Thanks, everybody in the chat room, for saying that we look dapper. We want to say hey to Cindy Lady Lake, who's considered to be one of the most influential music indie music promoters in the world. And uh, she's awesome. Follow her at Lady Lake Music on Oops, on Twitter. Chinzi is in the chat room. Daddy Muir, Irish Hi. Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Fridays at 4 p.m. on W4CY. Uh, we've also got, there's tons of people in there, so hello, everybody. If I missed you, I apologize, but uh, uh, everything is good, and we're so happy to have all of you here. And we have a fantastic show today, and we've got like Hollywood royalty coming on with Miss Ileana Douglas, and we're very excited that she's coming on. And so we're going to play around before she gets here, and then when she gets here, we're going to have a blast. And I want to thank Goddess very much for wishing me well tomorrow on my very, very, very minor surgery. Um, I have a problem that most men 50-plus have, and that's constantly pee-pee. I mean, five, six times a night, it's ridiculous. I don't sleep. I mean, I feel it the next day. So we're getting what is known as a button. They go up the uh, penis with this machine. I mean, I hope it's a little machine. And they sort of melt the uh, prostate or whatever, which allows us to urinate like we were 18. So that I'm excited about. So it's a minor surgery, but I thank everybody for caring and wishing me well. I mean, it's not a sex change. (laughs) That would be a major surgery. (laughs) Listen so, to you. Kitties. Go ahead, Jimmy. I think that's hilarious. So let's do some commercial stuff and let's get it all out of the way early today. How's that? So first off, we want to say uh, thanks, everybody, for checking us out on all our different networks that, that uh, the Jimmy Star Show is played on. You guys can hear us on W4CY Radio with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. Chaddy. You can hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit and Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Ontario, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, K4HD Radio in L.A., and WBAD Radio in Washington, D.C. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio, and you can see our television show on Roku, YouTube, Vimeo, and JimmyStarsWorld.com. There you go. We're like bedbugs. We're all over. That's right. We're everywhere. Anyway, now we went to the movies. We caught up on our films. I'll start off with the with the not so hot film was Hunger Games, the last one, 
and uh, I thought uh, Jennifer was terrific in it as always. She's lovely to look at. Uh, the story was okay. It wasn't as good as the first or the second one, but then again, when they end these these sagas, they usually do end uh, weekly because what can you do? Blow it up anymore? I mean, they blew up the whole film. All they had to do was blow up Jennifer and made it a perfect film. It was good. It was okay. It ended very much like Twilight and Harry Potter, where like the good people get together and have kids. But the film that the <laughs> film that we did love was Brooklyn. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back because I didn't. Games. Oh, okay. it, there was there's four different movies like I thought it was the it wasn't the strongest one the second one is the strongest I didn't hate it it's just that it just isn't as good as the first two how's that and then we went to a movie that we liked but that's what I said I know you're reiterating what I'm I saying know, but I get to say things because you got to say it like that's what well, your opinion well, and now I have my opinion well, it was the same as my opinion so that was doesn't kind of, make any difference like boring that doesn't matter it was redundant well, then we'll talk about Brooklyn then you <laughs> liked it right well first of all I was born in Brooklyn and I was raised in Astoria, Queens. So I'm really a Brooklyn, Queens guy. And uh, it wasn't really about Brooklyn, as I remembered Brooklyn. It was about an Irish immigrant girl that came to this country and fell in love with a, a charming Italian fellow. Um, I want to talk about Isaac, uh, oh my God, his name, Cohen, Isaac Cohen, the uh, fellow who played the Italian, did a performance that was outrageous and fabulous. It shook me out of my seat. To play a very, very shy, timid, virgin young man and not look stupid, corny, or, or fruity is a, is a feat. His name is Emery Cohen. Emery Cohen. Emery Isaac Cohen. Remember that name because he's going to be a great star. His portrayal of Tony was so phenomenal that if he hadn't portrayed it the way he did, the film would not have worked. Without giving away the plot of the film, you must see the film and then you'll understand what I'm saying. He made me fall in love with him because he was so charming that his girlfriend, who was played by, how do you say her name? Sayors Ronan. Sayors Roman couldn't resist him. Uh, then, of course, the plot unfolds and it becomes a very involved, interesting story. I think this film may go to the Oscars and I think um, he may go to the Oscars with it. Wouldn't be surprised. He's actually got a pretty good career, too. He's been in a couple big-budget movies where he's not the lead person like he was in this, but he's worked with some pretty big Ryan Gosling, who's one of Deirdre's favorites. He's worked with Ryan Gosling. He's worked with Donnie Wal uh, Mark Wahlberg. So he's been in a couple of good films already, too. So good for him. Well, it, was a, it, was a very, it was a very nice period piece movie. You know, we have an expression that we use. Uh, an actor gets, pulls his guts out. Uh, when an actor pulls his guts out and does it, quietly and softly it's one of the most difficult things to do anyone can tear up a room and scream and act crazy or angry or mean or vicious or trashy or slutty but when you're playing it like a 19 because i'm from the late 1950s and that's how we guys were we didn't touch our girlfriends god forbid feel them up it was not done you married them if you wanted to have sex and that's why so many girls got married young back then because their boyfriends couldn't wait anymore and they would tell them listen if you don't put out i'm getting out and the girls loved the guy so much that they had sex now most got pregnant and it was a big mess so <laughs> I, I i got that well it was a mess because your parents threw you out it was like being gay in those days if a girl got pregnant she was a whore and whores were thrown in the street uh no no decent girl came home uh, pregnant you even said they're like that's where we used to make out when i was young that was a different film oh was it yeah that was the film we watched last night 
uh, it was photographed in Astoria Park, and we used to, my girlfriend and I used to make out down by the river where all the guys and girls would park along the road, the shore road. And uh, that's a different film, Jim. Oh, uh, sorry. It, no, okay. uh, that was called People, Places, and Things. Right, which was an interesting film. But I, I think Brooklyn was very well done. I love the photography. It's still camera for a change. It wasn't doing those two-second shots that make me dizzy and nauseous. Uh, the, the score was good. Uh, the directing was excellent. Photography was fabulous. Uh, Storyline, slow. It was a little story, and they took a long time to tell you a little story. But it was worth it because it, it got you going. It really did. And, I give and- this... I give this movie four stars. And one of the girls in it who lives in the boarding house with her uh, plays the really, I don't know her character name, but she's the, the, the star of that CW show Arrow, which is also the, star, the show that uh, John Barrowman is on, which is an awesome, awesome show. So everybody needs to check it out. Go see B- Brooklyn and watch John Barrowman on Arrow because Arrow is the best. And the funny part of the film Brooklyn is when she goes home to meet his Italian family, the little boy blurts out, you know, the Italians hate the Irish. <laughs> and it, the, way it he does it, the way he does it, like a little Brooklyn tough guy. I mean, he was adorable. Pay special attention to this kid. I think when he gets himself going, he's going to be a big star, too. Yeah, because in the movie, he's probably like seven or something. He's right. just like a little kid, but so he was terrific. He'll be playing a lot of kids' roles, and as he gets older, better roles. But anyway, the film was good enough about that film. Now, what are we doing in our life? Not Nothing too much Christmas shopping. Uh, I want to warn everybody out there about sales. Um, I saw an item that was on sale, and it was 70 off. And when I brought it to the register, she was charging me more than it was. And I said, why are you doing that? It's 70 off. She said, oh, no, not this particular piece. This piece is only 40 off. Scam. So I said, well, why was it among everything that was 70 off? She said, oh, because it's the same thing. It's like Christmassy. I said, no, darling, that's not how it works. You don't put something that's 70 off with 40 off because that's improper disclosure. And I refuse to uh, pay 40%. So she called the manager over and he said, give it to him for 70%. And I said, you know, I don't want it anymore. And she said, why? You're getting it for 70%. I said, but you don't realize you took the fun and the joy out of purchasing this piece. Now, every time I look at it, I'm going to think of how wrongly you tagged it. (laughs) <laughs> and how you tried to screw me. Exactly. That's right, and, God of Scammers. And, and now it's big. Well, this is a very major store I'm talking about. I won't give the name of it, but it's a very, very major store, a chain store of beautiful household goods. So I didn't want it because it had a very bad uh, vibe. Yeah, a very bad vibe. So be careful of sales out there. Be careful of when they say uh, 50% off items and you go to the rack and you say oh great this only it's uh, it's $80 now 50 no it's not 50% off of the 80 it's 50% off of the original price of 150 so you know it's all in the ticketing mike pals there be you careful go. save yourself money read also, you guys, go to the Jimmy Star Show Twitter, and in the description for the Jimmy Star Show Twitter, there's a link to check out Airbiotics. Click the link. It'll take you to the page. Check it all out. Airbiotics is the new way to do cleaning, and it helps prevent drug-resistant infections. It helps people with allergies. It's great for getting rid of pet odors. Uh, it's just a really cool way. It's going to be the new way to have a cleaner, healthier, ecologically balanced home. They're sending us samples of the stuff, so we should have it for next week, and we'll use it and be able to tell you guys how great it actually is. Um, I read a, a study that they did with Airbiotics about how they went into a major hospital in South Florida and told them to clean the operating room 
the way they normally clean it, and then they went in afterwards and cleaned with airbiotics and showed you all the stuff that came out of the operating room that was not clean um, that somebody was going to go get operated on. And so this is going to be the wave of the future if you want to make sure you don't catch infectious diseases or you don't have allergies. It's going to be the way to go. So check out airbiotics, and the way you get to the link is you go to the Jimmy Star Show Twitter and click in the description. And we want to welcome everybody I, I, in the I chat room. I, I, I want to still go back to that. I'm sorry that I didn't get it on time because I was going to go tomorrow. My surgery is at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon. I was going there at noon with this product, and I was going to clean the area that I was getting surgery. Uh, two of my friends that had minor surgery got MRSA. Uh, hospitals are filled with all kinds of uh, germs and diseases that we've never had before. They're coming in from foreign countries where no one's been inoculated. Uh, it's just terrible how we the airplane has brought in every kind of disease to our country. Um, unfortunately, I don't have this product yet. I wanted to also spray the bedroom and spray the beds and spray my clothing that I'm going to be wearing so that I don't get an infection. I can't wait for this product. I believe in it. If it stinks, I will tell you. There's no way I will ever lie to you. You know that. If it doesn't do what it's supposed to do, I'm going to tell you on the air. Save your money. So far, I don't know. I haven't received it. But I've read tons of studies and everything on the studies say that it's like awesome by actual people who have used the product. So check it out. Check out the website. Um, go to the Jimmy Star Show. Hit the, the description in the Twitter and uh, you can see the link to the website to Airbiotics and check it out and follow them on Twitter. And how fabulous is this to have and go when you're traveling? If you're in a hotel room and you bomb the hotel room, you spray it, the beds, the, the, the toilets, the bathtubs, and then, you know, you won't get the flu that the person was lying in bed with the day before. It's just terrible how we have such uh, epidemic of of, um, of diseases that we've never right. had before. So check out, too. We want to say, hey, everybody, join us now in the chat room. If you guys hit the ITV button, you can see us live. Uh, it's a lot of fun. What's up, Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK is in the chat room. Stefan Daniel Bell is in the chat room. So what's up, everybody? And um, we're going to take a quick music break. Well, before we do that, I just want to say one thing. I got an email from somebody, and they said, are, are, are we scripted? And I said, no, our show is unfiltered and unscripted. Jimmy and I have no idea what we're going to do when we're here. We just talk as if we were at home with you in our living room having a conversation. So I'm very flattered that you thought it was scripted because it was so, as you said, perfect. Thank you so much for writing into my email. And um, it's we're not scripted. We have, uh, like, in two minutes from now, I could just, like, Stutter. Blow a gasket. Blow a gasket. (laughs) You know, say something ridiculous. We don't know. It's funny. That's what makes the show exciting, that it's live and it's spontaneous. It's who we are. It's our personalities. It's our reality show. This is a real reality show without a script or a director telling us what to do. Like smack each other, fight on the table in the air, that sort of nonsense. Absolutely. So what we're going to do, Chad. Hi, Captain. How about we're going to do Shalimar? You got that one available? Let's do it. All right, everybody, this is a new single by Shalimar, led by Jody Watley. The name of the song is Slow Dance. It's available now worldwide. It's getting all kinds of radio airplay. Hope you love it and check it out. Here it is. Thank you. 
night party Or at the end of the night of hardcore clubbing I remember it well I took your hand Led you to the dance floor I felt your heart beating next to mine For the very first time Oh, I put my hands around my waist Slow down the pace You rest your head on my shoulder And we moved in time Side to side I wanna know Does anybody slow dance? go everybody that's Shalimar and that is Slow Dance that's a good song it's nice and soft and easy and just great to listen to I like it it's one of my favorites so you guys I'm going to do some bragging for us real quick well how do you like them apples? which I, I like to do all the time as much as I can but oh, uh, there's a magazine or a news I guess it's a newspaper it's called the examiner and this is in examiner.com today or tomorrow, yesterday, yesterday, it says, See Radio in a Whole New Light on the Jimmy Star Show. It's an article that actually has one of our videos for Brett Rice posted in it. And it says, On December 1st, 2015, the Jimmy Star Show continued to promote its upcoming guest, Ileana Douglas. Douglas is an actor, author, and more who will be a featured guest on the Jimmy Star Show December 2nd. The show's, the show's a live show, la-di-da-da-da. She's coming on to talk about I Blame Dennis Hopper, her career, and the entertainment industries at large. Now listen to this. <laughs> 
is a really great article. It's got all kinds of pictures from Ileana Douglas. It says, The Jimmy Star Show, fans say, is a TV and radio cool hit show. Jimmy Star is the namesake and reigning king of cool on the Jimmy Star Show. To enjoy Star Live, tuned into the show Wednesdays from 3 to 5 p.m. on W4CY.com radio. Jimmy Star, one of the hosts, is also known as King of Cool. His areas of expertise are in pop culture, fashion, entertainment, music, finance, promotion, and talent development. Listen to this part. This is this, I love this. Another great interviewer and host on the show is that of Ron Russell. He is ingeniously creative and is able to not only create innovative and compelling ideas, he develops them through to profitable, profitable fruition. According to the show... This entertainment entrepreneur is a self-made man and model of success within the entertainment industry with his enterprising attitude and vast competency based on his lifetime love of film. Russell is also an international celebrity in his own right, and his fun, engaging, lay-it-on-the-line, bouncy attitude shines through in all his endeavors. That they cool? didn't say anything about my dirty mouth. And then it talks about Deidre and all the people she's worked with and that Ileana Douglas has been in all these different films. And, and then it has links to our Facebook video, Twitter, like all the different things and, and our YouTube page and everything. And it's really cool that they wrote like this big article about us because I didn't fellas. arrange that. Well, how much did you have to pay Ileana? I didn't. She didn't do it either. <laughs> Who did it? How huh? much? How much did Actually, you have to someone pay? who's been on the show a long time ago is a writer for this magazine. Well, thank she, you, whoever you are, for your kind words. Her name is Deborah Smith Ford. We had her on like a month ago. Deborah, thank you. I just wish I could understand half of those words you used. It's okay. About that me, cool, I hope they mean good. I love things. that. Absolutely, you're an international celebrity in your own right. It says. Well, that's partially true. <laughs> it out, is true. No, out west, nobody knows me in the east coast. Sure, they do. No, no. Uh, we're the number one show in the east coast. Everybody oh, there, knows yeah, you. Yeah, but Palm Springs, I'm pretty well known because I lived there for years, and my, you know, my show came out of Palm Springs. My such Ch- a record straight. Chad, next time I'll make sure they mention our fabulous engineer. Yeah, you Chad. Right. Yeah. Is Chad still there? Yeah. I guess he quit. I quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> he quit. He said, screw this show. Watch. I'm going to pull all the plugs. There you go, Jimmy Star. Now do your show. After the show, though, after the show, we're going to like actually post links everywhere so everybody can see it because it's a really cool thing. And we'll put it out on Twitter and Facebook and everybody because it's kind of cool. And it has a link to the Brett Rice interview, well, uh, which Brett Rice has done so many cool things. And so it's really cool. The best thing that has ever been written about me, and I'm going to tell this to Ileana, when someone said... Ron Russell is to the computer what Robert Osborne is to television. And I thought, oh, my God, to be in the same rank with Robert Osborne to me is the thrill of my life. Yes, I do support film. Yes, I do talk about film. Yes, my show interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. Yes, I believe in film, as we will talk to Ileana about And that's the compliment to be compared to my hero, Robert Osborne, who I truly enjoy, love and would one day love to meet so I could give him a hug and say, thank you so much, Robert, for keeping film alive. It's history. It's for the future. We've got to keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely got to keep it going. I just think it's really cool. So I Mm -hmm. was like excited. So we want to thank everybody. And 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 just it's just cool. And so we'll put it out for everybody to see. And 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 um. What Robert Osborne is to television is what you are to web shows. Who? You. It's, it's called web shows. It's not called computer. It's called well, web what shows. Do I know? I'm from the year three. I know. But do I know today's technology? Listen, I But being I, that we're the number one web show in the world, that's an important thing that you know yeah, that word. But you, know, you guys got to remember, <laughs> I came from the era where I sat on my, stood on my mark, and then they'd say, one, two, three, you know, 
make a movie. And, <laughs> and that was it. And we said our lines and we did our thing. Uh, today, there are no marks. You don't know where the camera is. The, the director doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I mean, the, the, the guy that you're working with or the gal, she reinvents her script. And then you sit there and you stand there and you say, oh, my God, your last word's supposed to be heaven and now it's hell. How do I react to that? So it, it's a whole new way of making film. It's called independent filmmaking, which I'm not used to. And now I'm going, I'm going to be in a couple of independents coming up in the next seven months. And I hope I can handle it well. Because I'm used to the, the real, I don't call it the real Hollywood, but the old Hollywood, where everything was down to the second and perfection and the way you looked and the way you moved and how you turned and know your key light. You know, you had to know all these things. Now, you just go out there, you say what you want, if you can remember your lines. If not, say what you like. And if they like it, they use it. A whole new way of filming, my dear friends. But anyway, it's a lot easier for actors if you know improv. Of course, if you don't do good improv and the guy's not following the script and you're saying, oh my goodness, now how do I answer him? It's nothing like he's asked me. Then you're in trouble. So learn improv if you want to be an actor one day. There you go. I'm so happy, too, that Goddess is back. Goddess, you write such nice things. She's in, a job. I would love to meet room. Goddess. When we're going to meet her one day. Goddess, where, we you, where, where do you hail from? She's in Florida. Oh, we're going to be in Florida sometime in uh, January, end of January. Maybe we'll have lunch, Goddess. Wouldn't that be fun? Say yes. Yes. <laughs> she can't read. Of course she will. No, tell her to type in yes. She'll have lunch. Well, if you don't when th- you come to Florida, she says. Listen, if you don't come to lunch, I'm going to bitch smack you. <laughs> she says, of course, yes, when you come to Florida. Okay. We'll go to McDonald's because Jimmy don't spring. Oh. <laughs> if I'm paying for lunch, we'll go to Johnny's. You know, Johnny's on. Where's it on? Give oh, it doesn't plug. matter. They're not going to go there. I want to give him a She plug. lives in Tampa or someplace. Oh, forget it. The best Italian restaurant in Fort Lauderdale is Johnny's. That's, like, that's Pompano. Pompano. Okay. Pompano. It's on Beach. Atlantic Avenue. And it's fabulous. You've got to go there. The best Italian. No, Atlantic food. Boulevard, not Atlantic Avenue. Yeah, Atlantic it's, Boulevard. It's like homemade food, and the owner is fabulous. It's been there forever and ever. And I've been dining and lunching there forever and ever, whenever I'm in Florida. My favorite place. They're all kissing you. And Daddy Muir's in the chat room. We just want to wish him well. I, I'm Hopefully, he's out of the hospital now. He had, uh, what, what do you call that? What do you, yeah. When you get uh, emergency. Oh, I said it last week. Now I forgot. No, like what kind of surgery do you have? Appendectomy surgery. Oh. Emergency appendectomy. So we're happy to see him in the chat room and hope everything is good with him. Who else? I couldn't think of it. My cousin Chinzia is in there. She's there. Chinzia, did she go? Yeah, she's in there. Hi, Chinzia. What's doing, honey? Happy and and Merry Christmas, everybody. Chinzia, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. We haven't had a chance to discuss Thanksgiving. Oh, oh yeah! That was, I forgot Thanksgiving was this past week. I hope every, Chad, would you have yeah. a good Thanksgiving? I did. I uh, picked up an extra chin on it. An extra chin. I love that. Now, now you're Chinese. <laughs> what? Yeah, you're one of the chins. That's not what he meant. Chad Chin. I'll take it. I know. It's just a joke. Cousin Chinzia, you said you wanted to go on the old subway with us in New York when we go see the tree with my kids, my daughters, Leslie and Deirdre, and I and Jimmy, of course. We're going to Manhattan to see the Christmas tree. And they brought back the old 1920s and 30s subway cars. I don't know if they're riding, but still, just to go in and see them would be a lot of fun. So if you're in New York going to see the Christmas tree, definitely go to the subway and see what the old subway cars were like. She says, when are you going? We don't know when we're going yet. No we're idea. working on it. You know, Chinzia, tomorrow I may be on, well, tomorrow I'm in surgery. But Saturday I may be on the moon. 
you know, with Jimmy, I never know what we, we're always traveling. We're doing this show, that opening. Uh, we're guests of these people, that people picking up some kind of an award or oh, the award part I like. But that, <laughs> part, that part I love. But uh, we're always going and going. It's going to have to be like we'll have to just post it the day before and then we'll all meet in Manhattan. We'll have lunch and then we'll go see the tree. There you go. So anybody else that wants to join us, please do. We'll post it on my Facebook page. I'd love to meet and greet all of you. We could have a ball. All of us, well, not everybody because they're in the thousands, but like, you know, the steady people that we always talk to. (laughs) I mean, we can't have everybody. In the millions, not the thousands. Well, we can't have everybody. I mean, forget it. Next time we go to Florida, too, if we we meet with um, Goddess, like I want to meet with Cindy Lady Lake and Lady Lake Jen, too, because they they probably aren't too far away from there. My friend Carla. We have to go to Starbucks and have coffee with Carla. Okay. Carla's a, a very, very big fan of mine, and she's wonderful, and she's been with me for years. And I, and I met her years ago, and I want to see her again. And we have to go see Chad. <laughs> you yes. have to? Well, we're going to do two shows from your studio. Exactly. Yeah, that comes with the package. That's right. It comes with the package. So, so right. here's what we're going to do, you guys. And we're then gonna- we're going to go see you perform. Yeah, we're going to see you perform. This time this year, we're going to see you because we didn't see you last year. So we're going to well, see you this year. Well, last year, Jimmy's dad was ill. He was dying. We were in and out of hospital. So our stay in Florida was not a happy one. I mean, I saw my friends you know, just whenever I could, and they understood. My friends were wonderful. I said, if in the event I can't make it for a dinner party or something, understand, he may not be doing that well that night. But since his dad has passed, now when we go to Florida, we don't have that responsibility. There All you right. go. Goddess, I forgot what part Cindy's in, but she'll tell you something in there. So what's what we're going to do, you guys? We're going to take another quick music break, then we're going to talk some more, and then our our, uh, our Hollywood Vixen's going to join us. And um, So let's go to L.A. Davis, Chad. Let's do it. All right, everybody, this is Change, Nothing to Do by UK sensation L.A. Davis. Enjoy it. Here it goes. <laughs> Inside, lights are hurting my eyes again. Like a cat with nine lives, dodge cars as they drive. Saying to myself, Where are my friends? Where are my friends? Get myself home Didn't think I'd be alone again Disconnected My body's rejecting All the hell I've subjected it to Stars 
Tell me my life can start again But I'm ruled by the moon And I'm still confused Gotta trust that there's nothing to lose Nothing to lose There's nothing to lose There's nothing to lose Everybody, that is Change. Change. I forgot the name of it. What's it called? Change. Nothing to Lose by L.A. Davis. It's freaking awesome. It's on iTunes now. And I want to thank everybody in the chat room, too, who are saying that their like, music libraries are made up from artists they met on the show and heard on the show. That's awesome. And we also want to give a special shout-out to Tristan in the chat room all the way from Australia. Hi, so what's Tristan. up, Tristan? Hi, babes. Special thumbs up for you. And for Irish Ginger for putting up all the links. So thanks yeah. so much. It's awesome. And, and I'm so excited. I'm in the Christmas spirit now, everybody. Like last week, I wasn't really quite in it yet. And you go everywhere and you see all the Christmas stuff. And we went to the mall and it was a, just a mess on Friday. There was tons I mean, of people. His father passed away two weeks ago and he wonders why he wasn't in a Christmas mood <laughs> last week. Tell me now, I didn't marry a little bit of a, of a, of a sort of a dumbbell maybe? I mean, Jimmy, your father died. How could you possibly be in But a now I'm mood? in a Christmas mood. Yes, because now we, we've discussed it. and uh, uh, Worked through it some. And they shipped him up to us because they cremated him. And Bradley is now here with us. And I said to Jimmy, let's put him in, the, in our truck because we have a big ve- you know, vehicle. What are, those, what are those war vehicles? What are they called? Van. <laughs> war vehicle. I call it a war vehicle. <laughs> and let's take him to the mall and take him to his favorite haberdasher. And we just walk him around the mall. And Jimmy thought I was crazy. So we anyway, didn't do it. So Jimmy he doesn't told, like cold weather. But Jimmy told his sister what I wanted to do, and she thought it was so sweet. Um, I hate to tell you, but my first partner, who I was with for 45 years, passed away. He was cremated, and I took Sal all over for months. I strapped him in next to me in the seat, and I talked to him, and I took him here, and I took him there. And it was very nice. I didn't feel like I'd lost him. 
So that's well, what you do. My dad, does, we were going to take him to LL Bean, but my, he doesn't like the cold weather, so we got him in the house well, by the I, heater. I would have wrapped a blanket and put put you know a hat on him and when gloves. We, when we go to Florida, he wants his ashes to be spread uh, at uh, his beehive, so that's what we're going to do in because January it, or February. Because he's the manufacturer of Bradley's backyard honey, which is the best honey in the country. There you go. And so it's Christmas, you guys. It's coming up now. We only have 23 days till Christmas. I'm excited. We started watching Christmas movies. We watched a cute one last night. It was kind of dumb, but it was cute dumb. And we also watched Home Alone 2 the other day. Well, that's because I like What's-Her-Name so much. Uh, I never remember her name. Kathy Najimi. 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 I love Kathy Najimi. Uh, she's a fine comedian. She has such a pretty face. And I love her smile and her little giggle. And I wish we would see more of her. So... Anyone out there casting, you know, think of her. She's a fine actress. I don't know what the movie that was that we saw her in, but it was a cute movie, and but the girl in it was I mean, hot. I, I remember her with Brett Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker in uh, the Halloween Hocus movie. Pocus. Hocus Pocus. And she was in one of my favorite all-time like kids' TV shows, which was called Make It or Break It. Right. It was about gymnastics, and she played the bitchy and, mom. And, and I've never met her, but I think one day when I will, because I meet everybody eventually, um, she's going to be very sweet and charming, just like she is in film. Most people are. Uh, there are a few bitches that I've met that were bitches in real life and sweet on film. I won't mention their names, but one is a very uh, still alive 1949, 55 actress with fire red hair. Not Arlene Dahl, by the way, because she's wonderful. Um, I love Arlene Dahl. Anyway, this bitch is just a bitch. You know, I don't <laughs> care what you say. She's a snob. She's a bitch. She thinks who she is. She t treats everybody like crap. Waiters. I mean, I've been in her company several times, and I've never invited her on my show. Thanks. So, and Dave Hughes put a picture of my dad and I and our honey in the chat yeah. room. For so everybody. the moral That's of cool. my little story is, if you're not nice in this business, get the hell out of it because nobody's going to give you work. You know, when I met Lana Turner, uh, I was thrilled to pieces to meet my gorgeous Lana Turner. And she said to me, Ron, remember one thing. If you want to go far in this business, everybody's wonderful. Everybody's fabulous. Everybody can act. Everybody's gorgeous. Everybody's thin. <laughs> she said, you'll go far in this business. Look how good we look today. <laughs> well, it's nice. I always dress. Jimmy doesn't like to dress. I love jackets. I always wear jackets because it finishes a guy off and gives you a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, joie de, de vivre or joie de whatever the hell, joie de something. We um, look exceptionally good, though, today. Well, you're very conceited. I don't do that. <laughs> I look like an old bag in a jacket that needs a facelift, but that's okay. That's, that's fine. That's okay. I, I'm, I'm getting used to aging. So, Chad, do you have a favorite? I have no other choice. Chad, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Do you have one? Uh, yes, Vacation. Oh, Christmas Vacation with uh, Chevy Chase. Okay. I like that one. Mine is Holiday. I like that Love Actually a lot, actually. No, Holiday is the best Christmas movie with that blonde girl. The Greek girl. What's her name? The famous actress, blonde. Oh, she, has to, she had the nose job twice. Uh, she had two nose jobs. They like Christmas Story. I can't think of her name. Anyway, and, and the guy in it is that handsome English guy. Hugh Grant? No. The other one I liked that you don't what's, like. What's the name? Who? Colin Firth. No, Colin no. Firth? A holiday I'm talking about. The oh, movie? you like the holiday? Holiday. Uh, uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. And who else? Oh, Cameron Diaz. And Cameron Diaz. Stop fooling with your nose, Cameron. You're going to wind up with two holes. Oh, and Jack Black. Unfortunately, I don't like Jack Black. I don't much, like Jack Black either. But I like Kate Winslet. Love Kate Winslet. Jack Black, Black is a comic. He can't play a romantic at all. Because no chick would fall in love with him. No gay guy either. I mean, you know, Jack Black is just Jack Black. He's just a funny guy. 
But he's not a romantic image. Shinzia likes Miracle on 34th Street, which your mom is in. My mother was in that. You know, did you know your aunt was in that, Shinzia? Yeah, for a quick second, she was pissed off. They they shot the back of her going into an elevator. I'll never forget it. We went to the movies to see it. And um, I was a kid. I was like seven or eight years old. And my mother was so excited. She couldn't wait to see her big scene. And there she was. She walked. The camera was behind her. The elevator door opened and my mother walked in. But she had a lovely hairdo. <laughs> my mother left that movie theater. She must have smoked two packs of cigarettes on the way home, cursing and smoking and steaming and screaming. Cynthia said she didn't know when that she was in it. Yeah, my Get mother. My, yeah, my, Macy's. My mother was working in Macy's at the time as a counter girl, and uh, they needed some extras. And my mother, being an actress wannabe all her life, jumped at the chance and ran out there. And they loved her. Of course, my mother was very beautiful, as you know. She looked like uh, Maureen O'Hara with blonde hair instead of red hair. My mother was a very beautiful woman, fine-featured, and they never got her mug on camera. Everybody likes that movie, though. So It's a great movie. I mean, I remember it well because of my mother being in it. And I, when I see it, I do see my mom from the back waiting for the elevator, and I still get a goosebump or two. There you go. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to play another music uh break we're going to take a music break we're going to play david brits to hell with your love it's doing great on the charts started getting played on major radio in like north carolina and south carolina it's an awesome song he's an awesome awesome country artist um you got that ready for us chad to hell with your love all right and everybody then, and then we'll have david Brits to hell with your love
you go, everybody. That's David Britz to hell with your love. Now the Jimmy Star Show wants to welcome the Hollywood Vixen, Deirdre Sarego. What's up, Deirdre? I'm back. Hi, everybody. How are you? Jimmy's oh, so loud. So nice to be Why back. does his mic always have to be so loud? I don't so know, loud? but I thought I recognized that handsome, sexy guy on the, the video and that handsome, That's sexy right. voice, Mr. David Britt. If you're out there, hi, you were fabulous. So, what's up, chat room? Hi, everybody. Long time no see. I haven't heard or seen from you guys in so long because it's been so long since I've been Well, back what have on. you been doing? You've been going to acting class uh, yes. and auditioning? Any, yeah, any yeah. movies, any plays no, coming up? No, 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 no. Nothing right now. Um, I'm just pretty much just uh, studying again and getting back into my training and really cultivating that. And, um, you know, right now we're going into hiatus here in Philadelphia, so there's not much going on from now until um, right after probably uh, first week of January. It'll pick up. So things are just wrapping up before Christmas and then... And then it's quiet time. Then it's it's Christmas and Hanukkah and, and all that good stuff. So yay, good. yeah. And right now I'm healing because I, I cut my hand. I was um, after Thanksgiving. I was uh, wiping the wine glasses and I dropped one and it broke. The stem broke in my hand, so I had stitches and I had to go to emergency room for that. And that was really fun. <laughs> Lots <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Like, great. That was really, yeah, the highlight of my week, that, and I'm suffering again yet another sinus infection because I just keep getting sinus infections, and I don't know why all the time. Now that I move back here to the East Coast, I keep getting sinus infections. It's well, you have to move thing. back to California. They're saying you looked fantastic, though, so thank no, you. The California, the California smog really does not, it ma- no, <laughs> it, it makes, preserves you. It, no, I, ne- I never had a sinus out there. The smog got it. I'm swearing to God, I'm not lying. <laughs> smog absolutely cures sinus. <laughs> So I, I made this concoction, which I highly recommend for anybody who um, is suffering from any form of cold, chest, throat, or head. It's hot water with your local raw honey, ginger, nutmeg, and lemon juice. And you you mean it's it. made with Bradley's Backyard honey? No, I had to use local because they say to use local because it's macrobiotic. Oh, ma- ma- no, macro. Not biotic. It's the other one. Not, no. Ma- macro. Oh, God, not biotic. Macro. The one where you eat locally. Right, micro. Oh, geez, Whichever I can't one that is. Macrobiotic. There's no, micro and macro. No, I forget. It's macro, microbiotic or macro something. Macrobiotic. I don't know. Anybody well, out in the chat room? If know it's what crazy we're talking like about? me, it'll work. There you so, go. There you go. Just go get yourself some local crazy and take it, and that should help you. So, hi, chat room. Everybody's saying hello. Hello, hello, hello. How is everybody's Thanksgiving for those in America who celebrate? Do they not celebrate Thanksgiving everywhere? No, it's Jimmy. an American holiday. Oh, my God. It's an American serious? holiday. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm sure. Are you a third? What you graduate in your class? Six, but I wasn't really into, you like, gradu- the whole history thing. That is awesome. You mean people in, in China don't celebrate <laughs> Thanksgiving? I know, because, like, I was wishing oh, happy Thanksgiving why? to everybody in England. How and like you guys don't celebrate oh, it in Australia? It's an American. Jimmy, I only did two <laughs> blank, years blank. of college, and I know that. I never, blank, gradu- blank. I never graduated college because really? I went to hairdressing school. But uh, you, What's uh, Thanksgiving? you didn't know Thanksgiving. <laughs> I actually know. Oh, I he's didn't. So, he's so lucky. He's cute, and he's got personality. He's got. Well, that's why I married him he because have brains, but he's, he's got cute. Drawn. He's lovable, <laughs> and he's a he's a good good mate. And if you give me something with numbers, I can do it in yes, my head. See, there you go. <laughs> Come tax season, Jimmy's awesome. Come tax season or budget for movies or anything like that, I can no. do it in my Jim, head. Jim, 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 you have to lower your mic. You're I can't go any lower. You're so much louder than we are, and it's hurting my ear. I think it's it. just your earbuds. Yeah, I think your earbuds are too loud. Yeah. You think my earbuds yeah. are too And Goddess says she loves me. Thank you, Goddess. Well, Goddess loves all of us because Goddess is cute. We but it says I freaking love Jimmy. 
Oh, oh screw you, goddess. <laughs> really, goddess. Excuse me. Yeah, I never wanted to tell you, but you're fat, <laughs> you're fat, ugly, and disgusting. <laughs> he doesn't mean that. He's lying. Instead of always saying how no, gorgeous you are. No, she's fat, ugly, and disgusting. No, she's gorgeous. No, she's not. She's a horror. So. People see her and they scream. She she empties out rooms when she enters. She and really she's is so very ugly. beautiful, though. She, she's got the most magnificent eyes. No, she does she's not. Got big, okay, beautiful, okay, okay. almondy eyes. Well, she loves Jimmy, not me, so screw you, she, Goddess. She, she writes you messages all the time. Yeah. Cindy says she loves all of us. Oh, thank you, Cindy. She's smart. <laughs> <laughs> play, play all the fields, Cindy. There you go. Goddess wrote, I love you guys. Okay, that's better. Goddess was gorgeous and beautiful and terrific. And the only reason she clears her room is when she leaves, all the men leave with her. Exactly, because she's so beautiful. No, she does have the most beautiful eyes, though. If anyone's ever seen on her Facebook page, you have to go look at her. Um, I'm not going to give her Facebook page out unless she wants to, but she's got beautiful eyes. Yes, she does. She's really very sexy and exotic. But um, guess who got another? Well, okay, it's like baby season. A few people have had babies. Mark Zuckerberg had a baby. Josh Hartnett. Both had their first uh, babies. Guess who got a second baby? Who's one of my favorite actresses? I know the answer to this because I actually. I'll give everybody actually... in the chat room a clue and everybody listening and watching. I'll give you a clue, even though you can't really, I can't hear your response. But um, I can't drive 55. Now, this is a sort of clue, but not really because you're going to think the song. Don't think the song, Sammy Hagar, I can't drive 55. But think of a woman who can't drive 55. Goddess yes! got it. Goddess! You go, girl. Goddess with the goddess with the goddess eyes. I knew it because I saw Bullock. it on TV earlier today. Oh, <laughs> Sandra Bullock doesn't know how to drive. No, no she got another no, baby. No. I was trying to hint. That was my hint for when she was in that Speed. movie. Speed. Oh, exactly. oh, so Sandy. What a has, hint! What a hint! Well, <laughs> goddess got so, it. Yeah, a lot of people got it. So Sandy adopted another daughter through the American. Ch- uh, 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 foster child system here in America, which is great. And she got a lovely little beautiful daughter named Layla, who's three and a half years old, who's also from New Orleans. So now Lewis will have another New Orleans little sister. I love Sandra Bullock. Me too. She's I think awesome. She's amazing. And I, I used to go to the also. same waxing lady as her. Deirdre, I wanted to ask you, did you get any dirt on Angie, Angelina Jolie? Is it true that she's very ill? And that she's no lost idea. tremendous amounts of weight. I have absolutely. That's what no it idea. says in the National Enquirer. We don't talk to anybody from her camp anymore. So well, I have we no have to idea. find out because I, you know how much I love her. <clears throat> yeah, I know. And I would never want anything to happen to her. Of course not. Who's Holland but, Taylor? Okay, now get this. We all know Sarah Paulson from uh, American Horror Story. Yes, she's the blonde one. Um, she played in the Witch's Coven. She played uh, just. She's a two-headed. She's yeah, a two-headed. She's a two-headed people. one in the circus, and in the in the third one now, I don't know who she is because I'm not watching it. But she is a lesbian, as we all know, and she and Holland Taylor, who Holland Taylor's been in quite a few, uh, quite a few movies. She's got an excellent resume. So if anybody wants to IMDb her or Google her, you can see um, she's 72. Holland Taylor and Sarah Paulson is 40. That's awesome. And Holland Taylor is on the record saying, quote, I am in my first ever relationship, end quote. Oh, my gosh. Alan Taylor is the you know law her. professor. From, Taylor, yes. she, she's the law professor from Legally Blonde who, like, teams yes. up with Reese Witherspoon. And she's born in Pennsylvania. I didn't know that she was a lesbian. So she's a here local girl. Yeah, she's Oh, my God. I've been too. trying to get her on the so show. That's she cool. She has another quote here saying, quote, I haven't come out because I am out. I live out, end quote. So we want to say bravo to Holland and Sarah Paulson. I think it's amazing that Holland Taylor is 72 and finally, you know, whether she's been out her whole life to her friends and family and, and in her own life, as she says, I live out. She's now publicly out for everybody. But you know, to, it cracks me up about that. So, you know, when I was a closet gay for most of my life and then when I came out, everybody said, well, we knew that. 
And I said, you all knew I was gay? Well, that's a little bit different. You you swish. I don't swish. (laughs) I don't swish. I was married for 16 years to to a woman. (laughs) And nobody ever questioned my sexuality. You know, I'm an actor. I know how to act straight. A lot of work, but... But you know what kind you know how good the training was to act straight? I mean I, every day of my life I was in training. She but, was in two and a half men too. Oh she's been in a ton of stuff. I mean so many of the actors that we know that are gay who I will not discuss because they're not act out. You know, on film they're so different, but when you meet them they're all faggy and flying and girly and the girls are so dykey. Yet on screen they're all feminine and gorgeous. So I look at them and I say doesn't it get you after a while acting so butch on screen like Tab Hunter for one? And he said, sure it does. That's why we don't want to be on screen anymore. We retire and we come out. So now all the old actors are coming out Well, like all the old crazy. actors come out now, I think, because they don't have careers and they don't that, care. they, that, that they feel are going to be possibly be in jeopardy. You're going to lose fans. The publicity is not going to go in the right. direction that you want, and it could you know, potentially jeopardize and they, you. And they really don't which care. Which is sad. They're fed up. Mostly the lesbian women are fed up having to pretend to be dating all these gay actors. You know, well, years ago, the studios a, wait, wait. did and that. And as being a woman in Hollywood or, or a woman actor, it's very difficult. Here's you a, have it a lot tougher than men. Here's our six degrees of separation for the day. Holland oh. Taylor was in To Die For. <gasps> oh, we have to talk about that with Ileana. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. So my there we go. Gus Van, uh, Gus Van Sant movie, but... I'm I think that's so awesome. excited to talk to her. I think she's a doll. And, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure everything Greg has said about her is true. Because we all know I had we had Greg on. As a matter of fact, I think she's logging. Is she logging in? No. Um, we had uh, Greg Poler on, who was the writer, producer, and also stars in... Um, What's going on Welcome with him? to Sweden. He's actually doing... He's Oh, Greg, if you're listening, um, <clears throat> congratulations... English. Congratulations on your last day today. He's doing a, uh, a new TV show. They're shooting up in... Uh, Columbia, Vancouver, and I forget what it's called. Um, if you're in the chat room or if anybody that's a fan of his, please plug it away from me because I forget the name. Um, unfortunately, welcome to Sweden. It's called You Me Her. You Me Her. That's Greg's new uh, thing. When that gets going, we'll have Greg back on the show. He was a nice fellow. I like him. I love him. Greg. He's he was fun. So much fun and so nice. And I really enjoyed his company on the show and, and after the show. Um, so he has had nothing but nice things to say about and Ileana. Listen, her new, his new show, You, Me, Her, centers around a three-way romantic relationship involving a suburban married couple. Ooh, cool. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. So he's like starring in it, which is great. And I'm super excited to see him back in action. And he's just had the best time, he said. Uh, he's really enjoyed it. He really loves the cast, and um, so it's something to look forward to. Mm. I love so it. So that's good. Yeah, and on sad news, because I, since I've been homesick with this damn hand and this damn sinus infection, I've been like power watching uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh please, season. Deirdre! I know I never watch this kind Ugh. of TV, but I'm so bored, and I've watched everything else. I'm watching River with Stellan, uh, with Stellan Scars. I like that I one. Really enjoy with <laughs> Stellan. We want you on the show. Yes. Um, and so Yolanda Foster, who's married to David Fo- David Foster, who you'll know because um, he's worked with so many people in the music industry. Um, they're divorcing after nine years together, but four years of marriage, which I was very upset to see because I just watched them go on vacation together. <laughs> as a loving couple. Of course, that was last year. Well, look at Jennifer, but, what's the name, and him, the other guy. Oh, oh uh, uh, Ben Affleck and yeah, Jen Now Garner. they're back again. They're, they're romancing. Well, they're romancing. <gasps> oh, they're not. Good. They are. I 
hope so. I don't know I like what's going on. Together. I hope they can work their issues out. I hope changes can be made. But don't you miss living in L.A.? You used to go to all the parties. You used to get all the inside dirt. You know, I Don't do, you miss all the movie stars you knew? Wait, there's a mosquito in the studio. Great. Oh, great. Um, yeah, no, I do miss it. But, you know, the first couple of times, it's really fun. But then after a while, it's just kind of like, eh. You know, well, it's work. You know, I look yeah. at it as work. I meet stars all the time. I don't get thrilled or carry on like the uh, audience and then does. You just realize you know, it's they're, work. They're just like us. Of course, they like us. But it is still exciting to see because you know they're oh. on TV. So there is sort of no. That, I, I just that, want to meet Fran Drescher. That bit of I have know, to meet star Fran. luster. Oh, there she is. So hello, hello, everybody. We want to welcome Ileana Douglas to the Jimmy Star. Hello, welcome. Uh oh, I don't think she can hear me. Can she hear me? Uh oh. Uh oh! Can you hear me, Eliana? We're gonna do that again. Turn your volume up. Can you hear? There we go. Can you hear me? Yes! Yay! <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna do that intro again so we can cut that part out. <laughs> All right, back to one. All right, back to one, everybody. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome the fabulous Eliana Douglas to the Jimmy Star Show. Welcome! Yay! Hi, guys. Hey, lady. Before we get started, let me introduce everybody. Starting out to my far right, we have our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Ron. Hi, darling. Listen to this. I have interviewed the greatest of greatest, and I've been excited, but not as excited as I am today. Meeting you, and I'll discuss it later, because I think you are the woman of the year. What you do for women in film and what you do for equality in directing my darling makes my heart sing because my very dear friends are women in film, and we'll discuss that later on. So please, so welcome to our show. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. Then we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarego. Hey, how are you? Hi. I'm super excited to talk to you. Yeah. Greg has speak so highly of you, and we had such a great time in Sweden. I only wish you had been there, too. But I wish I, I had know. It was there when you guys were filming. Yes. It's a great, it was a great show. Then we have the man behind the boards that you can't see, but you can hear, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome to the show. Hi. Nice to see you. And we have to see me. (laughs) See you and hear hear you, yes. And we have a chat room full of people. Um, So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, guys. Nice to uh, to chat with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing you. I'm, I'm hearing. I'm seeing. I'm doing it all. There you go. And I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. We're very excited. And um, I think I, what we're going to do, I, I have all kinds of things because you've done so many. Oh, look at all the posters, everybody, behind her, too. Just so you see, she's got the old movie posters, one of them with yeah. Frank Sinatra. What are the two posters uh, for? Well, I have about 50 posters, but uh, the, the one to my left is Some Came Running, which is a great movie, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Shirley MacLaine. And then on this shoulder is uh, Jules and Jim. And if I if I tilt a little bit that way, you get there's my grandmother's poster, she, which is pretty. But I got awesome. I've got cool. quite a few. I love it. I love it. So before I before, like I'm gonna like kind of like uh, do some bragging for you just because I think it's fun and I uh, want all the listeners in case in case somebody doesn't know who you are. Um, okay. I want to just kind of like do a little quick rundown uh, so everybody knows who you are. So when we're talking yes. about all these cool things, they'll they'll know you know how great you are. Uh, and what a, what a great career you've had. So so first of all, I just want to say, because like I, I do this with – we just did this with Brett Rice. We had him on, and he's doing stuff with Clint Eastwood right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to give a list of – now, I know you've worked with a zillion people. I just picked out a list of some of them because there's too, way too many of them. And so I just thought these are all people everybody knows, and, and, and they'll think it's really cool. So we've okay. got Jerry Lewis, Nicole Kidman, Matt Dillon, Steve Buscemi. 
Scarlett Johansson. I like Bob Balaban a lot, so I put him in there. I don't know if everybody yeah. will know who he is. Uh, Rosamund yes. Pike, Ben Affleck, Richard Dreyfuss, Jessica Lange, Paul Servino, who's been on the show. Yes. Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro. Uh, a really good friend of Ron's is Lainey Kazan. Yes. Oh, I've worked with Lainey. Yes. Uh, Uzo, lady, love her. Uzo Aduba from Orange is the New Black, which like she's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Nick Nolte, Juliette Lewis, Robert Mitchum, Gregory Peck, Annette Benning, Vanessa Redgrave, Jennifer Aniston, Kevin Bacon, and Olympia Dukakis. And I know there's a million more, but I just can't do that all day, you know, because like Matt we don't Dylan, uh, Ethan Hawks, yeah. yeah, don't forget to add and now Ron Russell. <laughs> <laughs> now and, and some and some of the great films, uh, uh, Goodfellas, Cape Fear, Alive, Happy Texas. I love Happy Texas. Ghost World. Yes. I love Happy. I love Ghost World. And I had to put the TV show Welcome to Sweden. I know you have. Yes. And I know you have this new thing that I was on your website, which everybody Eliana's website is ilianadouglas.com. And one of the things I want to talk about, and then also talk about your book, but you have this thing called the Living Room Show. It is the coolest yes. concept I've ever seen. It's really fun. It's kind of a throwback, a new way to do uh, entertainment. I perform a live variety show in a complete stranger's living room. Uh, we do this for charity. Uh, I join forces with uh, Matt uh, Sorum, who is a drummer with Guns N' Roses, and he's got a fantastic charity called Adopt the Arts, and we do it all for charity. Um, and we get like 100, 120 people in a living room, and we have amazing uh, celebrities come sing, tell a joke. We have magic, comedians. It's been so successful that I, because I, I work with uh, Turner Classic Movies, we did our first living room show on the TCM cruise, and I was able to use some of the people on the cruise, like Ruta Lee, Eva oh. Marie Saint, and Alex Trebek. So it, it's just a really fun variety show. I love it. I think the concept is cool, and um, I know you know Daryl Hall does that too. I don't know if you know Daryl Hall and John Oates, where he does like impromptu. He has like a thing called like the living room with Daryl Hall or something, but it's just music. It's yes. not a variety show. And, yeah, this uh, is hey, we've got magicians. That's that's what sets it because for me, growing up, you know, as a family, you know, watching these old variety shows, the Smothers Brothers and Glenn Campbell, you know, the, the, that to me, I, I, it's a throwback to getting everybody in a living room, turning off your phone. We do a group sing-along at the end. Uh, I saw Jane is, Lynch was in one of them. Like in yes. the pictures, Jane Lynch, I love Jane Lynch. She's awesome. Yes. Jane's done the show. Kate Flannery. We've had Andy Kindler, Kevin Pollack, all, just all sorts of people doing the show. It's been amazing. Lisa Loeb. It's super cool. Oh, I love Lisa Loeb. She follows me yep. on Twitter. So everybody, check it out. First of all, go to ilianadouglas.com. And another thing, too, follow at Rama on Twitter. Yes. That way, like, you can find out what's going on. So um, so you have a new book. It's called yes. I Blame Dennis Hopper. Uh-huh. Yes, and I And I wrote down just one little thing, and then you tell us a little bit about it. It says, from Easy Rider, taking Dennis Hopper's words, that's what it's all about, man, to heart. Yes. Your parents <laughs> abandoned their comfortable upper middle class and gave you a childhood filled with hippies. Goats, free spirits, and free love. <laughs> Come on. It was the greatest. Well, you know, spoiler alert, by the end of the chapter, it's it's kind of, you know, it, it talks about my coming of age and then how by the end of it, you know, it's sort of, I go from blaming Dennis Hopper for my circumstances to, hey, don't blame me, you know, blame, if I'm this way, blame Dennis Hopper uh, because he was such a, you know, he, the movie Easy Rider in 1969 changed so many people's lives. Um, you know, and I'm writing about a time in movies when movies could really 
you know, change your lives. And they, and it, 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 we had this whole crazy kind of hippie upbringing and, uh, which led me into acting. And then I was lucky enough to grow up being an actress and then get cast in a film with Dennis Hopper playing my father figure type lover. So I could totally work out all of my blaming of him. Uh, and that, that story and many others, uh, are told in the book and they're, they're, they're just stories about how movies and movie stars that I've come in contact with have changed my life. And it's written from a film fan's perspective because I'm kind of a film fanatic. There you go. And so, so also then you're promoting that this weekend from, with film forum in New York city. Yeah, we're going to do a fantastic event at uh, Film Forum, which is a wonderful uh, cinema in New York that I've, you know, been to many times. I'm being interviewed by Kent Jones, who actually has a film out today uh, about Alfred Hitchcock. And I'm going to have a couple special. What I've been having is friends that are in the movies that I'm reading about come down and read a passage from the book. So uh, Kevin Corrigan from Goodfellas is going to come down and read a little bit about Goodfellas. That's fun. So also, you guys, yeah. this is Sunday, December 6th, 2.30 p.m. Uh, it's at Film Forum, which is 209 West Houston Street. Is it Houston Street or Houston Street? Houston. It's Houston Street. Okay, I got it right. I didn't know because I just wanted to make sure. I'm checking. No. See what everything. So it's two, where New York is. It's Houston. Two hundred nine West Houston Street. I said that first. New York, New York. And if you guys want to get tickets or call the box office, it's two one two seven two seven eighty one ten. Yes, and there's all sorts of listings too. If you look on my Facebook page, I've got an I blame Dennis Hopper Facebook page. You can go and see all sorts of updates about our Easy Rider book tour. <laughs> I, I also read someplace uh, I don't know where it was something about how you got some of your first acting roles by screaming in in something for Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's funny. The um, the this is the second go round for me of getting mileage out of that story uh, because <laughs> <laughs> because. This story was so, I guess there was no internet then, but um, I was working for a film publicist and I had on my resume special skills, uh, blood curdling screams, and that got me into doing some dubbing for uh, the film Last Temptation of Christ because they were working on it in the movie. And at the time, and this led to, you know, my working with Martin Scorsese and getting other parts. And it was funny at the time, my film publicist, the publicist I worked for, Peggy Siegel, had that item placed in the New York Post. And so I love that I'm re, I'm re, I'm recycling this, this story, but it's all true. That is, I got a, a you know, I went doing movies, uh, sort of in, in a, in a sideways, uh, manner. So okay. when we watch Last Temptation of Christ, we're going to hear your blood curdling screams. Absolutely. I'm all over there. I'm doing crowd voices. I'm doing, yes, I'm doing the screams. Yes. Don't ask me to scream because I'm on my book tour. I can't lose my, I can't lose my voice. Scream, but you can't. Any chance? You don't want to hear it. It's terrible. (laughs) Are you coming to Philadelphia for your book tour? Oh God, I would love, I would love to come to Philadelphia. I know I'm, I'm going to Connecticut and, uh, if you can organize some people who want to send me there, I would love to come there. I love Philadelphia. Um, and I have worked in Pittsburgh and also, uh, Ikea headquarters are in Concha Hawkins. So I have- yes, we go to Ikea all the time. That would be really funny if we couldn't get the book signing at Ikea. <laughs> I know. Well, I thought about that. I thought about if, if you, we want to stack the bookshelves at Ikea with my yeah. book, it might be That's fun. That's a good idea. <laughs> good PR. 
Yeah. Is my mic on? No. My what happened? I don't know. Somebody my mic's not on. There Here we go. go. Here we go. And if you're in Philadelphia, and when you do come to Philadelphia, you'll come yes. to our home. I will cook you an authentic Italian meal. <sighs> okay. Well, now, that's what, what would you cook? Now, I don't eat. I don't eat. I know you're a vegan. Are you well, a I'm not a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. You're a pescatarian. I could make you my famous eggplant parmigiano. Yeah. Yes, I would love and that. That I could make beautiful. Espe- I could, I could, I could do a number that you would flip over. Okay. Because I also well, I, don't eat much meat. I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm, I tend towards. I lean towards it. Yes, I. I uh, I'd love I to, get to know you better than just uh, here, because there are so many issues that uh, I want to discuss with you. Sure. And we have so much in common, and it will unfold as I interview you. In okay. Are we related? I could start. You are okay. related. You didn't realize it. There's well, six degrees well, of, well, of Hollywood. If, you, if you cannot <laughs> pronounce her name, Ileana, and you think it's a strange name, she was named after a Romanian princess. <laughs> Am I correct? And her mother was from Astoria, Queens, where I was from. Astoria. Oh, you're from Astoria? Yeah, the best. And your mother worked at Gertz, but not in Astoria. It was Gertz and Flushing, where yes. I used to go shopping with friends, and we'd have ice cream sodas and, and that uh, melted thing, the cheese melts. And, yes. poss- cheese. and possibly your mother, who was one of the cafe gals, served us. Uh, it was my grandmother. Now, grandmother. She okay, she, grandmother. She worked now, mainly mother- in, um, when my grandmother worked there, what I, she worked mainly in, in like housewares, or women's clothing, or something like that. But I used to go with her in the morning, and I'd spend the whole day riding up and down the escalators. <laughs> uh, they, all the ladies would convene, and in the basement, that's when they had things that had little chips on them, or and all the place to go. The big tables thrown mm-hmm. all over. Okay, yes. now not too many people know this actor that I'm going to discuss because he was from quite a while ago. But my mother. Loved him. He, my mother loved. My mother was an actress, Jenny Gabriel, and she loved all the leading men, especially if they worked with Garbo, Greta Garbo. (laughs) Melvin Douglas worked with Garbo twice. She knows him. Well, well, I'm going to get there. Wait, don't blow. Oh, that's so funny. Stop it. Stop it. You're you're stepping on my button. Don't. (laughs) Don't. That's my button. Um, Melvin Douglas made two films. One was Two Faced Woman with Greta Garbo, and the other one was Nanachka. And he yes. also made a film with Carrie Grant and Myrna Loy called Mr. Building, Mr. Blanding Bills' Dream Home, which yes. is one of my favorite movies. And his name yes. is the famous Melvin Douglas, who was the heartthrob of the 30s and the 40s. Well, this is his granddaughter by the same name, Douglas. Um, I, I also like Melvin Douglas, and I've got to tell you something. When I see you, I'm going to put a mustache on you because you look just like your grandfather. Uh, Amazing. Oh, yeah. Have the same mouth-shaped eyes and face. I mean, it's a, it's a generation away, and you look like Melvin Douglas, which is a compliment because he was a very, handsome. very handsome, handsome man and a Thank fine, you. fine actor, too. He was a low-profile, soft kind of an actor. He, wasn't, he didn't push it on you. He let it roll out. Naturally. Uh, now, I want to find out about it from you because this is a set the record question from my old show. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me introduce that. Oh, he's going to introduce that. Good. Okay, because so, I don't know how you know. Like, Ron had a TV show in LA on Time Warner Cable, and it was called Set the Record Straight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He interviewed, like, all the legends, like Tab Hunter, Jane Russell, Lauren Bacall, Tony Curtis, Arlene Dahl, all those kind of uh-huh. people. 
and uh, and he always asked a question like to set the record straight, something that was like incorrect or that people thought it was one way, but it was really another way. And that yes. was how he got the title "Set the Record Straight." So now he's going to do a "Set the Record Straight" on well, you. Well, just one story. I asked Jane Russell what size bra were you in 1940, <laughs> and she said a 36B. And I said, and for that they made such a big deal. Yeah, that's like, and that's you know, average. she said, well, that was a big chested woman in 1940. That's the kind of questions I asked on my show. I asked the questions <laughs> that nobody dared to ask, but the questions everybody want to know about. Yes. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you, to set the record straight, is there anything said about you, written about you, or publicized about you that is totally <laughs> incorrect? And let's talk about Martin Scorsese and your love affair with him. Is that a correct thing? Well, I, that was many years ago, but uh, we were we were in a relationship uh, many years ago, and... Uh, uh, you know, and and it was a fantastic relationship, and I learned uh, so much. And he was obviously very much a mentor uh, for me, and I admire his films and his film work, and I still do. And you know, our our paths cross on Turner Classic Movies, and uh, I'm very you know uh, proud and thrilled to talk about our the film partnerships that we worked on. Um, you know, movies like Grace of My Heart and Search and Destroy with with um, with Dennis Hopper. But yes. it was many years ago, and my other boyfriends always get upset because they never get met. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, wait, wait, who, no, tell no, us wait, who they are. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, after all, Martin, there's Martin. not enough time to list all my boyfriends. None. <laughs> Martin Scorsese is a very important name. I want to tell you something. He's still handsome. Yeah, at, at age, what, 80 now? 70? He's probably my age. I'm 75. He's got to be my age, at least. Well, you know, that's my joke. I, I like older men because Me they, too. Tire, yeah, well, they Jimmy, tire easily. So that's, that's why you know. Jimmy and I got married, because Jimmy likes older men. I like older men, too, and we're married. and that's so why, like That's it why works. I married Jimmy, because he's 25 years old. And I like you know? anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I like anyone. I like anyone. Younger- <laughs> I love it. Um, also, let's get back to women in film. My shooter, my my camera gal. I've 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 always had women shoot my show by the way because I felt the sensitivity of a woman uh, they know the moment better than a lot of guys. Guys are very quick. They want to get the shot. They're kind of rough. But yeah. when a woman shoots you and you're in a sensitive area of the interview, she knows how to get the best camera angles out of you, I feel. Yes. I love women in film. My shooter's name is Stephanie Pote. Maybe you know her. No, Stephanie I do not. She, I shot do not. For, she shot for Time Warner in Palm Springs forever. Uh-huh. And the other one is Nicole Bordenick, who is also a shooter and with women in film. Oh. Uh, I so agree with you that um, Hollywood has ignored directors that are women. You tell me why they do that. Is it because they're chauvinist or just stupid? I, you know, it's, it's very, it's obviously, it's complicated. We're only, it's only, it's almost, you know, now we have these moments where we're talking about, it, and again, people are talking about it now very much. I go back to, um, you know, with my role on, on, on TCM and trailblazing women in film of presenting the films as entertainment and then kind of examining why aren't there more women directors uh, working right now. And, you know, we, we're trying to figure that out right now. We're trying to figure out, you know, should there be mandatory requirements? Because I, in my career, I've worked with about seven or eight female directors, but I have also sought out female directors. Right. Um, maybe not everybody else does. There, you know, we, we don't know if there's some stigma attached to 
people wanting to work with a female director. And yet, as much as, um, you know, when men work with uh, female directors, Giancarlo Giannini and, you know, and Lena Veritmuller, they have these fantastic collaborations. And, um, but, but we're in a, you know, we're in a period right now where everybody's talking about it and trying to get those numbers up of 2% of female uh, directors up. I've been pushing really hard with, um, you know, I keep bringing up the AFI top 100 list mm-hmm. and that since its inception, it's never had a, a film directed by a woman on it. Wow. And I, you know, it's one of those things that we just, we just forget. We look at these movies, but we don't realize that there is not a film there directed uh, by a woman. Uh, and on some of their other lists, like their comedy lists, there are, you know, maybe two. There's Sleepless in Seattle by Nora Ephron. Right. And um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but again, we're fr- we forget that these movies are actually directed by women. Um, I knew Betty Davis pretty well, mm-hmm. and uh, Betty and I were talking one time at lunch, and we were just talking about Ida Lupino, and yes. I said to her, "What do you think of Ida Lupino as a director?" And Betty Davis said, "Well, I wouldn't want her to direct me." I said, why? You don't think she's a good director? She said, no, I think she's a wonderful director. But I don't want another female telling me how to direct myself as being a female. She said, I'm a woman. I know who I am. And I don't need another woman. You know, and she used a, she said, some of the bitch is what she really said. Well, Betty had a mouth, you know, Betty, like a sailor. Betty said, I don't need some other bitch telling me how to play evil or whatever. Do you think that's the reason why women stars today don't want a woman director? Because they push their personality in. I I think so. And I think that, I mean, that can sometimes be the case. Um, I think that people don't realize, you know, I'm a, you know, I work as a, as a director, as a writer and as a producer. And I think that sometimes they feel that women are going to be inflexible. And in fact, I find women to be much more uh, collaborative than some of the male directors that I've worked with. Male directors have very much a sense of the shots that they want to do, and that's what they want to do. Go through it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, machismo attitude, whereas women will be sensitive and they'll say, I think that scene didn't play well simply because his reaction to her reaction was not realistic, whereas most men go, yeah, he's macho, so he smacked us (laughs) a lot. You know, I think that's kind of rougher. Yeah. So maybe you're breaking a stereotype then, a reason to break a Oh, she's mean, doing she's doing wonderful. When she does no, she does <laughs> she's that paving the way. She which does is great. The, no, she does the blazing uh woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, the Trail blazing women. Right. On 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 uh TCM. TCM. And uh, you know, I would love that. When you come on in that beautiful blue dress and you look so gorgeous <laughs> and so <laughs> And so damn skinny. I mean, boy, are you thin and, and just and just so beautiful. Those those eyes are like beacons. Those beautiful oh, big brown eyes. You. And when you talk about this, I get no, so happy Sorry. because I have so many friends that are female that are in this business who are frustrated because they don't get the recognition or the work that they deserve to get. And yes. I think you're doing a brilliant job with that. And I so applaud you. Oh, I, thank you. Well, I, I mean, you know, I love talking about some of these classic films and and getting, you know, this opportunity to to interview people, you know, not just women, but people like Jerry Lewis and Richard Dreyfus, and you know, we we're just, you know, we're not remembering how much these people contributed to our film industry. It's history. 
Yeah. And history must be kept forever. Just mm-hmm. think now, if 300 years ago they had film, how fascinating would it be to see people 300 years ago and their lifestyle and what they were doing? Yes. Film, right now, kids... Uh, Be- Betty, uh, what the hell is her name? Lauren Bacall, who I knew. Uh-huh. Lauren, B- Lauren said to me, Ron, a film is only old after you've seen it. And I agree with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things I want to say before I, I turn you over to Deirdre to talk. Um, sure. one, one is the best compliment I've ever gotten, and I want you to pass this along to Robert Osborne, is someone wrote to me on my page saying, Ron, you are to uh, what is it web, shows. web shows what Robert Osborne is to TV. Uh, I have been working with the film stars of yesteryear, Arlene Dahl and I. We're trying to get stars on Broadway in New York the way we have in Hollywood because uh, every every star started on Broadway and went to Hollywood. Um, I'm so involved with film of yesteryear. It's history. It shows people's clothing, how they live, their lifestyles, their morality, even their way of acting. And yet when people see it in black and white, they say colorize it. Or like if it's in Cinemascope, chop it down. No, that's reproducing it. A redirect. Right. Leave it the way they were. Please tell Robert Osborne that I have never met him, but I will when we move back to California. And I intend to walk up to him and give him the biggest hug he's ever gotten. And <laughs> yeah, say well, to him, Robert, thank you so much for what you have done for the art of film. Because you have brought it to the attention of everyone. Your show is a hit. You've got young people. I mean, I go, I do a lot of lectures on old films at colleges and stuff. Mm-hmm. And sad thing is, I had one kid, I was talking about Barbara Streisand. He had a blank look on his face. I said, do you know who she is? He said, no, but I've heard of her. And I thought to myself, sad. how sad is this? In Europe, yeah. the young people listen to opera that Puccini wrote 300 years ago. And they know every character. American yes. people dispose of it. They throw it away. Oh, it's old. It's 1940 film. Bullshit. Some of not the best work has been done in the 1940s, as far as I'm concerned. Well, in the you know in my in my book again, I go out of my way to talk about people like Rudy Valley, Roddy McDowell. Um, sp- Rod you know, was spend- wonderful. Yes, but I mean, I have a whole chapter, uh, you know, which is called Uncle Roddy. And uh, just about the contributions that he's he's made, you know, not only to my life, but in his work with the Motion Picture Fund. Uh, he was doing film preservation, you know, back in the 60s before anybody was doing it. Yes, and we start to we just start to forget about these people and their contributions. And I hope that my role in, in writing the book is to be a film, you know, is to be an advocate of film, but from a movie fan's perspective. And again, everybody, the name of the book is I Blame Dennis Hopper, and you can get it at Barnes & Noble. Where else can can we get the book? I want to, like, put that in there so people listening hear it in the middle on the replays. Well, I know how to get mine. Hang on, hang on. No, no, let me finish. She's going to get one signed. (laughs) Yes. Will you please? I'll gladly pay for it. But send it to me and write a lovely uh, sentiment in it. Absolutely. I I love you. I think you're fabulous. I I really do love you. Oh, absolutely. Thank Let's you. Let's go back, though. Go back to tell people. Okay, so Barnes & Noble, are we at all the digital download sites? Where are we selling? We're at all the digital download sites. You can, of course, pick it up on Amazon. Um, I, I hope that everybody gets the hard copy. Yes, of course. Nobody does soft anymore. No, no he's not digital. People, he's, oh, digital. digital. Oh, don't you a lot of people get the, ki- the Kindle, but it's, you know, come on, get that. Read those books. Are you so, out in audiobook format? 
Uh, we're I'm coming out an audio book in uh, December twenty second. Okay, um, I was just going to pitch it because I have a really large audio book company. <laughs> oh, oh, really? But that's okay. At least it's coming out because we want everybody to get. Two. Yeah, She'll book number two. You can number go through. Two. But the, this first one is uh, t- is uh, released through Tantor Media, and that's also available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, many other you know sites. Uh, or you know your local bookstore. Call your local bookstore and have them order the book. And hopefully, especially with Barnes and Noble, I would love to come to more cities. And if you ask your Barnes and Noble, they'll they'll set it up so I can I can include you in in my tour for the Philadelphia one. I'm going to work on that. I look please. We may do Seriously. one for New Hope because oh, yeah. New Hope is a very big gay community, and yeah. Jimmy and I are very involved in the gay community. And I yes. know that everybody that's gay watches Turner Classics. There's no question. Yeah. That. I mean, that's like Fairy Haven. You know, you go to somebody's house <laughs> and they throw on, if the conversation's slow, they throw it on, and there's Marilyn Monroe or Betty Davis. Right. And all the queens are screaming and they know the dialogue. <laughs> I mean, the movie's it's like on. like watching and, theater while yeah. watching a movie. I mean, it's one, great. one queen will say, you know, why ask for the moon? We've already the stars and the other one has the other line so we yes. have a lot of fun with Turner yes. Classic. Let, let's go back real quick with the whole sure. like because Ron before we started talking about Martin Scorsese he asked you if there was anything that you wanted to set yes, the record straight the record with straight. is there anything that's ever any rumors or anything that have been printed that you're like oh that's not true Ileana set the record straight I can't I can't think of it I've had fun experiences working with everybody um, sometimes there are things that are made up, but you know, what are you going to, what are you going to do? It's well, now people- you can clean it up. <laughs> you could say, no, I'm really like, you know, f- I would say the, the, the best, the best thing is always to go to my website, ilianadouglas.com and that'll be the most truthful, uh, kind of real life experience written, you know, by me of my, my actual, of my actual life, life. not <laughs> anonymous the writing. But well, we can also because, do set the record straight about your mother working in flush in in Astoria. Gertz was in Flushing, <laughs> Main Street Flushing, if you remember. Yes, well, yeah. that was something that I. But IMDb was, has it uh, that she worked in Astoria, Queens. She was from Astoria. Where was she from in Astoria? I was from Eleventh Street and Thirty Fourth Avenue, oh, down gosh. near the East River, right near Rainy Park and Astoria Park. Oh God, you're. I. It's now I'm blanking on it. <laughs> I'm blanking on it because they lived on they they were they when they first came to America they lived on 29th Street okay. and in Manhattan and then they moved to Astoria but I'm of course I'm blanking on the Astoria was nice back then it was farms <laughs> and lakes it was country very country yeah it was it was beautiful in 1944 it was beautiful and I still have relatives there. You're oh, kidding. cool! You're kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still go. You one of the best bakeries in the in the. I think it's Lagula. Is it oh, Lagulias? Look, no, Lagulias. We we get all our Christmas pastries there. I right? drive in from. Oh Beth, God! Yeah, we had that from, as a We kid. go from. I drive from New Hope right into Dipmar's Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. And I go into Lagulis pastries and That's of course, like three dollars each. There used to be a quarter, <laughs> but now they're three bucks yeah. each. And really? I get my uh, pastries for Christmas. Yeah. And my grand, because my grandmother lived with me, she moved after my uh, grandfather had passed away. She she moved in with me, which is a funny sitcom in itself. But whenever she would cook, she would have we'd have to take <laughs> we'd have to take the subway to get all of our cheese and our mozzarella. Everything had to come had to come from there, and the, all our lasagnas well, that we made. I mean, Did you guys I- ever make? My grandmother used to make this thing, which she called a colombra. 
It was kind of oh. like a bread with salami in it and hard boiled oh. eggs. Yeah, that's that we call it different. It's called oh, it's like a stromboli. Stromboli. Oh, that's what you call she well, she for whatever reason called it a colombra. Well where where was <laughs> she from? It, what part of Italy? Uh from the Achatura region. Achatura? Is that I don't know where that is. That's in Southern? It's a, and I'm going to say it wrong, but it's like Basilagata. Basso in Italia. Basso in Italia. Basso in Italia <clears throat> means low, low, Italy low Italy. It's, it's, it's in the mountains, like in the heel of the boot. Does that? Okay, in the heel. okay so that's Okay, so Italy. it's Bares. That's like by Abruzzia, right? Abru- no, no, Bares. That's Bares. Bares. Calabres and Bares is in the heel. Oh, that's the heel. Yeah. Yeah. is in the middle. Sicilian is what the, the, the boot is kicking. Right. You know that? The point. The, the, the island point of, of the Sicily. 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 If, if you look at the yes. boot. Sorry, kicking, Sicilians. That's what they no, say. Okay. And I have other relatives who live in Varona, which is... Oh, well, well, that's where family. we're from. Yep. We're from. Quite, quite beautiful. My cousin Cindy's on is right now in our chat room, and we're from the Nero family, and uh, that's where we come from, Verona. Yeah. My grandmother well, was Verona. She actually's <laughs> in the chat room, and she says Basilicata is south of Naples. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Basilicata. Okay, okay. that's so, it. So you're Napolitan. Yes, that's the uh, that's the region. I actually visited there, uh, you know, many years ago. I'd love to go back, but uh, Italy's the best. It is, and she wants to know what's the bakery's name again? Laguli, Laguli on on Goodmars Boulevard and Thirty First Street. You got to take the BMT subway to the last stop, Goodmars. Get off and walk down south towards the river, (laughs) and it's on the right hand side, right opposite. uh, No, down the block from the church. Oh, yeah. What's the church wherever we got married? I don't know. And we all got married in that church. I forgot the name of it. Some guinea. Yeah, no, let's go from Italy to Sweden. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but real quick, I just want to tell you, Ileana, and for everybody else listening, if you're going to be in New York from now until Christmas, go and um, oh, shoot. I will tweet you the link. They okay. wrote all the old subway them. cars. Oh, you told her already? No, no not give her. Them the link. Oh, from, from the 30s. We can actually Ooh. ride the old subway cars that our grand. Uh, Isn't that great? Yeah, I that's a, really nice to do around the holidays. We're going in to see the tree, my kids yeah. and, and Jimmy and I. And, and we're going to ride the subway, um, the old yeah. subway. I remember uh, the straw seats. Yeah, I'll tweet yes. you and I'll, you I'll, I'll remember the straw seats? on it. Yeah, you know why? Because when, when I was living in New York in the 1980s, uh, someone had thrown out on the street one of the straw seats from oh the subway. God, loved it. Oh, wow. And I have kept it all these. Oh, good for you! Good. you. That oh, was awesome. Smart. I really I've kept. That. I have lugged that thing around. I yes. have it as a That's bench, but I always point it out to everyone. I say, you know what that is? It's a subway seat. I yeah. love that. Part of our history as well, New Yorkers. You know that Ileana's parents were like hippies. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that's That's, be- awesome. that's because of Easy Rider. Which I've made, never seen Easy Rider. I have well, to see it now. Oh, you have to see it. Film about a motorcycle guy who gets shot on a motorcycle by these crazy. Very I'm going to see film. it. All right, let's go to Sweden. Yeah. All right. So was this yes. your first time going to Sweden when you were shooting in Sweden? Yes. Well, it's ironic because I was doing my web series sponsored by IKEA called Easy to Assemble. And we, you know, we didn't shoot it in Sweden, but I got very influenced by Swedish culture. And we were using Swedish actors in the show. And so I got to know via email, it's a great thing about the internet, yes. the Swedish agent. And I wrote her and I said, you know, if anything ever comes up, I'd love to go to Sweden. I'm do and, that. Then, and then this show came up 
And, you know, I spoke to Greg Poehler, who is just an absolute doll. And I, I mean, I just said, yes, this sounds fantastic. So I played his mom and the wonderful, (laughs) the wonderful Patrick Duffy uh, plays my husband and I adored him. And, and I worked with Lena Olin and the show, some fantastic Swedish actors and we did the show for two seasons. Unfortunately, it did not get picked up. It was a huge hit in Sweden. But uh, I've got to find some other show that wants me because I love Sweden. It's the she best. Did too. When you do, I want to... I want to audition for a small role because I'm an actor as well. But yes. I, um, funny thing, how the whole Sweden thing came to to be. I was in a Barnes and Nobles, the one I'm going to try to get you in in Philadelphia, and I was yes. traveling the, you know, just kind of perusing the travel section. I'm like, I want to go away on vacation internationally. I just don't know where I want to go. I've been to a lot of countries. So this, these women were talking about Italy, and then we were talking, and I said, oh, I've been to Italy, ladies, you know, and we're kind of recommending, and then they have they asked me, have you been to Sweden? And I said, no, I haven't. And they said, oh, you should go. It's great, blah, blah, blah. So that kind of planted the seed. So then I went home, and this was about September of last year, and I was Googling airfares, and I was like, oh, my God, it's like $600 round trip from New York to Sweden. Like, this is great, you know? 600 bucks, boom, bought the ticket. I was turning 40, and I'll be honest with my age, I don't care. Yes, I'm 40, um, you know, and, and in April. So then the same women that same day that were telling me about um, Sweden said, have you seen the show Welcome to Sweden? And I said, no, what is this? They said, oh, my God, it's excellent. We've been to Sweden on work a million times. You have to see it. It's so true. It's uh, Greg Poehler, you know, Amy Poehler's little brother. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, great. So then I watched the first season and I fell in love with it. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Number one, I think I was Nordic in a past life because I'm so drawn to Scandinavian culture. And I said, Mm. this is like hysterical. I love it. It's got some of my favorite characters. And she thinks all those scars guards are really hot. I love all the scars guards. (laughs) Another, Another great production of Sweden. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. So then somehow Greg Poehler, I was tweeting about face uh, about Welcome to Sweden Uh and Greg starts following me on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, no way. The writer, producer and like one of the stars is that's so cool. So I followed back and I'm like, hi, da da da. You know, I'm a radio show host. At that time, I was doing this with these guys every week. Uh-huh. So we became friendly and then I was like, I'm going to be in Sweden for my 40th birthday, which was Wednesday, April 22nd, which was also the show. And I said, I would love to interview you. And he was like, absolutely. Just let me know when and where I'll be in town. You know, we'll be done shooting by then because otherwise yeah. I would have done it on set if I could have. But, um, but yeah, it was just so cool. And he just raved he, about he you. He was so, yeah, he did. He, he was really complimentary. You guys, like, and not just like bullshit either. Not like, oh yeah, I love yeah. my cast member. And, and, and <laughs> he, he like legitimately, at least the way it seemed to me, he legitimately cares. He was, was so nice said. to Deirdre. He really was affectionate. He took me out after. And he gave her a birthday, birthday present on the air. <laughs> Wasn't that Aww. sweet? He's the sweet wrapped, wrapped present on the chair. All these like little Swedish trinkets. He's like, I don't know what to get you at ten o'clock at night. Oh, uh, he's such a <laughs> he's he's a real sweetheart. He's a you know I adored as I said working on the show was one of the most fun uh, projects I'd done just in a long time. I lo- I thought that the writing was very interesting yeah, and the acting. Well, you know, getting to act in in um in, in another country, seeing how they they work, and they have such respect for actors and, and artists. Again, I, I wrote about the experience in my book. They took me to the Swedish Film Institute, um, and I love Ingmar Bergman, so they yeah sh- showed me some of his diaries to look at. I I'm dying to find an excuse to go back there. It's great. 
too. I'm like, 41st birthday? <laughs> I no. might have to go back. And the book she's talking about is called I Blame Dennis Hopper. Yes. <laughs> and Ileana, Thank you. Ileana, when they play your grandfather, Melvin Douglas's movies on Turner, uh, will you be sitting with Bob discussing them? Well, you know, I have done that before. Yeah. In fact, the the way I came about uh, working with TCM was first being asked to introduce some films of my grandfather. And so now it's been this incredible uh, relationship now getting to actually work with them and curate some of the films. Um, and so hopefully I'm, he, they made him last year. He was star of the month in April. So that was really exciting. Cool. So there's a lot of his films that, you know, I'm I'm always excited to hear. You know, Sally Field was talking about being there, and that's uh, terrific. She's doing a great job. Yeah, and the candidate. Um, but I, of course, I love talking about his movies. On the cruise, I interviewed uh, Kate McMurray, who's the daughter of Fred McMurray, right. and we introduced a film called Too Many Husbands that I had never seen with my grandfather and Fred McMurray. And it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's a, it's a revelation. Too many husbands, Claudette, uh, um, with, okay. uh, sorry, not, uh, no. not her. Um, oh my goodness. The, um, Jean Arthur, Jean Arthur. She played a lot, but your, your grandfather, as I said, was a comedian, but he was subtle. Yes. So, very subtle. He'd smoke his pipe and he'd, he'd frown and look at you with that sideways look. Um, I, I, w- I wish you would give me some dirt on Garbo because, you know, I worked as a hairdresser in La Jolie Femme in Sutton Place when I was young as an actor uh-huh. starting off. And Gar- Garbo lived there. We were on 50. Yes. I think Garbo was 40 or whatever. My boss comes to the back where we are. And she said, Garbo's here. She wants her bangs cut. And her partner is going to cut the bangs. And all of you better behave. Well, the minute Garbo came back, all the hairdressers threw down their combs and scissors, ran over. Miss Garbo, Mrs. Garbo. (laughs) Well, she made the fastest U-turn out of that salon Uh and never came back. Uh My boss was screaming. She said, you stupid fags, don't you realize that Garbo... (laughs) She said that Garbo could have been here. We could have gotten that press out. That's wrong with you. What's wrong with you? They were furious. And my friend Frankie Monfort, who was a crazy colorist, he used to imitate Betty Davis all the time. So what does he do when he sees Garbo? He does Betty Davis. I mean, it was a freak show. Wow. Pleasure. (laughs) When I went to school at the Neighborhood Playhouse, which was, I believe, like 52nd or 53rd Street, there um, was yeah, and uh, we we saw her a couple times, and there was somebody in my class, and he actually who was Swedish, and he spoke Swedish to her. We couldn't believe it, but he she spoke to him. Um, but we never, you know, nobody. That was the only interaction that we ever. She never. She wasn't very friendly. No, but there was a bakery that was nearby. Again, <laughs> I'm bringing it back to food. <laughs> That's the good bread. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Of course, I can't remember the name. It was like it was right near the neighborhood playhouse, and it was a French bakery, very small. And again, apparently, she went there. We we did see, and he was very talkative. Van Johnson used to go in there I and get. I used to go to parties at his. He lived at 407 because they named it four out of seven were gay. <laughs> and, and Johnson and his lover, a boyfriend who I forgot his name, was a lovely, lovely fellow. 
and nobody believed that Van Johnson was gay. And I would say, listen, I never slept with the guy, but I've been to his house about three or four times at parties. And believe me, Van Johnson is quite gay. <laughs> and uh-huh. Van Johnson, he was going blind, by the way, when, when I uh, was at his last party. He wasn't doing very well. <laughs> he was one of the most charming. Yeah. Always drunk, but if he was not drunk, even when he was drunk, he was charming. He was a charming guy, I, a very handsome, even as an old man. He was, yeah, he was very sweet to us. We would very see kind. Him. We saw him at the bakery uh, numerous times. He was always very sweet to us. And too bad we didn't have any, we didn't have our phones then. We couldn't take pictures. Oh, yeah. that's Please. funny. So yeah. we, I oh, wait, wait, I want to make it. So many people have said to me, do you have pictures of Betty Davis and you? Do you have pictures of. You have one picture wait, of you and Betty. One of her, Gloria Swanson and you. I said, folks, in my day. If you had a camera and you went near them, they would turn around and walk away. That's you true. never photographed a star in those days. She That's wasn't true. made up. She didn't have her lighting. Yeah. And what are you using me? You want to use my face to make people think you're a big shot? Yeah. So I was in Betty's company and I've, I have one picture of Betty and I, my lighting a cigarette of hers. And somebody took it sneakily at a party. It was my 50th yeah. birthday party. And Betty came to my birthday party. Uh, the cake was a Betty Davis cake. I mean, how they didn't know I was gay in those days, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, whole, they did, they just didn't say the whole theme of my 50th birthday party was Betty Davis. And, of course, Betty came. It was my 40th birthday, right, 40th. my 40th. And it was, we lived in Beverly Hills at the time, Hills at the time on Spalding Drive. And Betty came. And I, there I am lighting her cigarette, and that's the only picture I have. That's of, a great one because it wasn't it wasn't a, a fake posed. It was a totally no. natural yeah, moment. You see her with a cigarette friends. in her mouth like this. Mm. So, you know. yeah, but yeah. that's a natural. But I mean, moment. I've been to Betty's apartment. You know, over on uh, where the hell was she on? Uh, she was at the Colony. Yeah, don't do yes. that. Yes, she lived. Uh, Four oh seven was her apartment number. I remember that. On yeah. on what street was it? I forgot. Up near Sunset. So we've got, we, guys, we've got six minutes left. Let's talk a yes. little bit real quick about, uh, so you've got. Oh, I've got to talk about To Die For. Okay, I'm that's sorry, fine. I, I just want to talk about fan. something now that she's done. To Die For is awesome. Oh, my God, To Die For, because, I mean, nobody could do that role like you. you. You know how sometimes you see, you know, actors and you see a movie role and you say, yeah, that person was good, but, you know, so-and-so would have been just as good. Honestly, there was nobody that could have played. When you call her a C-U-N-T. <laughs> Oh, Leanna did it. Yes, she calls. You did. Nicole Kidman, not Nicole, in the, in the you know Nicole's role. I forgot the character's names. Forgive me. It's been you know twenty years. Oh wow! They, back then they did C-U-N-T, that word, and it was great. And she's on ice skates. <laughs> I love just the way you played that. That role was. Just she's great. yeah. She's uh, her character's name is Suzanne Stone, and Nicole Kidman is. Just, How's she to work with? Oh, true. Fantastic. No, no, just great. I mean, we had. That movie was just a complete uh, labor of love. Um, you know, we had Buck Henry and Joaquin Phoenix and, and Matt Dillon. And, you know, there was a ma- what I talk about, what was so great about the film was that there was the, the ability to go up there and have rehearsal beforehand and get to know everyone. So that by the time we were doing some of those scenes, those family scenes, there was a great rapport and a great right. uh, chemistry. Mm-hmm. In doing that, but what you know, what's interesting, of course, about the movie—it's the tw- hard to believe—it's the twentieth anniversary of the film. Yeah, but and some of the things in the film that we satirize, which is you know, you aren't anybody unless you're on television. You know, the movie now plays like a documentary. <laughs> I don't think you know it'd be, but I think it's a great uh, movie, and I'm obviously. Uh, 
proud. Another thing I write about how I got in the movie, I devoted, I didn't write about a lot of movies I was in because I was writing more from the perspective about people I admire. But there was a couple films and to die for, I thought was special enough that I devoted a whole chapter to that and, and to Gus Van Zandt. I have a 50th anniversary coming up. The first film I was ever in was with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter called That Kind of Woman. And would you believe it's over? It's almost 50 years ago. Wow. It's And I was 19 at the time. So how old does that make me? No, it's older. It's got to be older than 15 if you were 19 at that time. I was 19. 60 years ago. Is it really 60? Oh, my God. 55. 55 years ago. Can I say that? That I have a film 55 years ago? So out of all your films that you've done, do you have one that's like your favorite or or TV series because you do uh, so many different things? Do you have anything that like strikes you as like, oh, this is my favorite or or you – you have, have so well. Many. I I would have to say, uh, Grace of My Heart, the film I did with Allison Anders, because it was a real, it was a labor of love, and we developed it together. And it's about the music of the Brill Building, and it's just resonated with so many women. Um, and I would have to say, you know, that that would probably be my favorite. And then also, um, just currently. Getting to work on, you know, at Turner has been just a joy. Has just been because I actually I get to do what I love, which is talk about movies. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome. Would that be the, the job work. of job? When I would you do love it, what you do. It's not work. I, I would do it yes. for free. What was it like working with my Laney? And what film was that you were in with Laney? Oh, um, that was a movie. Gosh, I, it's I, it's an independent film. It's slipping my mind, but we had a lot of fun. She's um, fun on the set. We. Uh, she let I she let me try on you know some of her wigs and I <laughs> <laughs> Blaney's famous wigs I love them. we had dinner with her like a couple of months like three or four months ago in Florida and I looked at her I said boy your hair's looking gorgeous she said you want it, <laughs> <laughs> it oh the movie is called uh, Pearly Gates Pearly Gates I've and never seen Netflix, that so I have to find that, have to find that on so the, well you know a lot of times I still I love I do a lot of these independent films and you have to look on you know uh, video on demand and Amazon and Prime you know you right. never know when they're coming out a lot of times these indie films after they play the the festival circuit they don't get uh, you know they don't get a, a wide release right. where are you living now LA or New York or both I'll, Oh, no, I live in Los Angeles. Hollywood, California. Hollywood, right. Yeah. All right, so here's what we got to do, guys, because we've got a minute and a half. So first of all, you guys, you want to um, get Eliana's book. It's called I Blame Dennis Hopper. Get the hard copy. It's Barnes & Noble, all the bookstores. If you you don't like hard books, you can get the Kindle or the download, but you you want the hard copy. Yeah, you want a feather. Yeah, come on. You want to check out everything that's going on by going to ilianadouglas.com. You can follow her on Twitter. It's at ilianarama, I-L-L-E-A-N-A-R-A-M-A. And if you're in the New York area Sunday at 2.30 p.m., She's going to be at Film Forum uh, talking about I Blame Dennis Hopper, uh, which is the new book. And it's at 209 West Houston Street uh, in New York. And it's 212-727-8110 for the box office. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Your career has been stellar, and it's been a whole lot of fun. Anytime you have anything to promote, we'd love to have you back. You just, you've just you been an angel. We appreciate oh, it so thanks, much. guys. It's been fun. I'll be in touch with you about New Hope and the bookstore. I'm Barnes and Noble. We'll see what we can and, and do. And I do those things. I don't, you know, I don't blow smoke up the kazoo. If I Please, say, I would love that. Huh? 
Uh, yep. I would love that because I'm going to be in uh, the east. I'm going to be on the east coast in January, so I'll do I'll Philly and from Philly drive out. Well, we, we could drive you out to New we'll Hope. To, let's uh, go to that bakery right now. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and then and then when you're in New Hope, we live like we're in there with two seconds. You come to our home for dinner. There you Wouldn't go. That be fun? Love it. Fun. So good luck, safe travels, Merry good. Christmas, Happy Holidays, good. enjoy all of it. Holidays. Thank you so much, and we'll Bye. be talking to you soon, and have a good time. Bye. Bye. Thanks to everyone in the chat room, too. Thanks. Bye, Thanks, Steve. chat room. Bye, everybody. Bye. Room, all right. She was awesome. Awesome, was awesome. Awesome, awesome. awesome. Hey, everybody, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Chad, what do you think? That was cool, right? Another great show. Woo! Another great yeah! show. Everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. You guys, we're going to have a great show for you next week. We have uh, Lori Depp coming on. Actually, she's a famous makeup artist who at one time was married to Johnny Depp. Oh, cool. And I'll, um, be, I'll be back sometime soon. All right, everybody. And we want to thank Deidre, our Hollywood Vixen, for coming on. Oh. And we want to thank everybody in the chat room. And Chad, you're a rock star, dude. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Get laid tonight, you need